This is Sam, and you're listening to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what up, nerds? Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Group podcast. This is Sam. Thank you so much for playing my game. It's game number 75 already. Wow. For game number 75, we have some special guests today. We have Steve as well as some as well as his trivia team. Steve, I met Steve. He hosts the Something in the Wilderness podcast, a podcast dedicated to Andrew McMahon songs, right? The guy from Something Corporate and Jack's Mannequin. I've been his well, not his number one fan. I never started a podcast just for him, but I've been a big fan of that guy since I was in high school. So, Steve, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having us. Now, Steve, do you want to introduce your your team? Yeah, sure. We are actually a, a multi-state team here, which is pretty cool. We have Diane here from Illinois and Dawn from Illinois. And then my wife, Marcy, and I are here in Ohio tonight. So, And the way I know Dawn and Diane is through the Andrew McMahon fan group uh, that I got involved in uh, kind of by proxy by having a podcast. I've now met a bunch of fans of Andrew McMahon. So it's been fun. Yeah, it's how we met. I mean, we've only met on Google, but still, that's how we've met. This is the third time we've done a podcast episode together. Right. Yeah, I've been on your show two times now. It's good to welcome you onto mine. Thanks. Now, this is more significant than just having you come on to play some trivia. Do you want to talk about what you all are doing today? Yeah, like I said, I met Diane and Don through the Andrew McMahon fan group. But recently I got involved in fundraising. Diane and Don invited me to join their team and we fundraised for the Dear Jack Foundation. The Dear Jack Foundation was founded by Andrew McMahon, who's the artist that my podcast is based on. And it is a fundraiser to help bring in money to benefit young adults and adolescents who are uh, either going through treatment of cancer or uh, who have been diagnosed with cancer at least. So yeah, it's a, it's a great program. They run a Breathe Now retreat. They have kind of a make-a-wish sort of thing for older people, you know, like make-a-wish for kids, uh, where they, they send people to do, uh, you know, people who are going through treatment to go do fun things or give them things they need or really want uh, just for something to kind of take their mind off of, you know, the main thing that they're going through. So it's it's an excellent program, and there's these all these teams that fundraise and we're just one of many teams. And so we just find a way to do like, you know, Hey, we'll, we'll sell Andrew merch that we have lying around or we'll auction off things that we have on our Instagram. So we're just uh, trying to find any way to make a few bucks for the foundation. Yeah. Including coming on a trivia show, which I really appreciate. Yeah, that is awesome. And any pub trivia group listeners out there, anyone that donates to the Dear Jack Foundation, just send me a message however you want to and then tell me what your favorite round is and I will on an upcoming episode I will post your favorite round and dedicate it to you I don't care how much money you donate you don't need to send me any proof that you actually donated 
We'll do honor system. But if, if you donate anything to the Dear Jack Foundation at any point, just send me a message, especially if it's during the month of October. But send me a message and you'll get a special shout out and I will play your favorite round in your honor. Speaking of rounds, we got three rounds today. We have movie links, music themes, and short answer chain as requested by Steve. So thank you, Steve, for requesting those rounds. Let's start off with round number one, movie links. You know how this one works. I have a list of five films and each of these films stars a common actor or actress. I will provide the year and two additional details about each film as clues. By including a common link makes this like a puzzle. And for this reason, I will read the clues a second time. You need to guess the title of each film and the actor or actress who appeared in all five. All right, let's get going. Film number one, 1999. The film was based on a memoir, which was written by the son of a coal miner. The film's title was purposefully named to be an anagram of Rocket Boys. Film number two. 2001, released just over a month after the September 11th attacks, this film received limited advertising as its trailer featured a plane crash. Despite its limited success at the box office, the film would gain a cult following once released on DVD and VHS. Andrew Johnson of Us Weekly favorably described the film as, quote, a heady blend of science fiction, spirituality, and teen angst. Film number three, 2005. The film's two main characters were romantically involved in 1963 before getting into a fight and going their separate ways. While both characters married other people, the two would meet on occasion and continue to have feelings for one another. Despite being considered the favorite to win Best Picture at the Academy Awards, the film lost to Crash in controversial fashion. Film number four, 2010. This film also involves a romance. In this case, the romance has been complicated by Parkinson's disease. The plot features a medication which was originally explored as a possible treatment for angina, which is a chest pain caused by reduced blood flow to the heart. And film number five, 2019. The plot begins at a New York City school where classmates had recently been reunited for the first time in five years. The character, J. Jonah Jameson, appeared for the first time since 2007 as he appeared in a mid credit scene to leave audiences with a cliffhanger. All right, I will go over those one more time. Maybe you figured out the common actor and the clues will come a little easier for you. Film number one, 1999. The film was based on a memoir which was written by the son of a coal miner. The film's title was purposefully named to be an anagram of Rocket Boys. Film number two, 2001. Released just over a month after the September 11th attacks, this film received limited advertising as its trailer featured a plane crash. Despite its limited success at the box office, the film would gain a cult following 
once released on DVD and VHS. Andrew Johnson of Us Weekly favorably described the film as, quote, a heady blend of science fiction, spirituality, and teen angst. Film number three, 2005. The film's two main characters were romantically involved in 1963 before getting into a fight and going their separate ways. While both characters married other people, the two would meet on occasion and continue to have feelings for one another. Despite being considered the favorite to win Best Picture at the Academy Awards, the film lost to Crash in controversial fashion. Film number four, 2010. This film also involves a romance. In this case, the romance has been complicated by Parkinson's disease. The plot features a medication which was originally explored as a possible treatment for angina, which is a chest pain caused by reduced blood flow to the heart. And film number five, 2019. The plot begins at a New York City school where classmates had recently been reunited for the first time in five years. The character, J. Jonah Jameson, appeared for the first time since 2007 as he appeared in a mid-credit scene to leave audiences with a cliffhanger. All right, we went over those twice. Pause now if you need more time. We're now gonna go over those answers. So number one, 1999, Team October, do you know the answer? I really like anagrams. It is October Sky. That is correct. October Sky, that, that movie about Sputnik and the kid that was inspired to build rockets, even though his dad wanted him to be a coal miner. Yep. October Sky. All right. Number two, 2001. I think it was Donnie Darko. That is also correct. Well done. Woo. Well done. And I just made the connection. October Sky, Team October. I, I was wondering if that was not intentional. That was not. Ended. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, do all these relate to October? How cool is that? That would have been cool. That would have been very cool if I would have done that, but nope. All right. Number three, 2005. We got Brokeback Mountain. Also correct. Well done. Number four, 2010. Yeah. Sorry. We racked our brains on this one and we had some... Uh, some good call-outs from team members, but I don't think we have the right answer. Yeah, so probably the biggest giveaway in here would be the medication originally explored to try to treat chest pain caused by reduced blood flow to the heart. Well, that medication became Viagra, which was the subject of the film Love and Other Drugs. Oh, I have seen that. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. That's with Anne Hathaway. That's a good movie, right? It's Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but. <laughs> <laughs> and number five, 2019. We're guessing, we know it's Spider-Man. We think it's No Way Home. You're so close. It is far from home. Oh, of course, far from home. <laughs> the three Spider-Mans, right? It was homecoming, then far from home, and then no way home. So you're you're uh, very very close. Oh, so we're off of Spider Man. You were very very close. But that's the one that helped us figure out who the actor was. 
Yeah. Now, who is the actor then? Probably pretty obvious now, but who is the actor? We think the actor is Jake Gyllenhaal. Absolutely, Jake Gyllenhaal. So well done, well done. So you got three and three and a half of those films plus the common actor. So we'll give you four and a half points for that round. Very respectable. All right, that was round number one. Movie links coming up. We got round number two. Music themes. All right, round number two, music themes. Today's theme for the following 10 songs is my. That two-letter word, my. So I will either read a lyric or provide you with a clue regarding each song. Each of these songs has the word my somewhere within their title. You need to guess the title of each song. Bonus kudos if you also know the artist. All right, here we go. Song number one. This song about screwing up was the lead single from the 1999 platinum certified album, A Place in the Sun. In a 2020 article, American songwriter quoted the band's lead guitarist, Jeremy Popoff, speaking of its iconic guitar riff. Quote, I know it's an easy song to play. Believe me, that's why we wrote it that way. I love that kids just learning how to play can play it and get that feeling we did playing Breaking the Law by Judas Priest or Smoke on the Water. Song number two, identify the song based on the lyric. He says he's so in love, he's finally got it right. I wonder if he knows he's all I think about at night. Song number three, another one for you to identify based on the lyric. You used to captivate me by your resonating light. Now I'm bound by the life you left behind. Your face it haunts my once pleasant dreams, your voice it chased away, all the sanity in me. Song number four. This song associated with an acclaimed film was released as a single in November, 1997. The song itself also received significant acclaim, winning an Academy Award for Best Original Song, a Golden Globe for Best Original Song, and four Grammys, including Record of the Year, and song of the year. Song number five. In 2019, the primary writer of this 1999 pop-punk classic was interviewed by Princeton music professor Stephen Mackey, who praised the lyrics, stating, quote, it's very much this portrait of this kind of 23-year-old Peter Pan complex. Song number six. Identify the song based on the lyric. I know you say that I'm assuming things. Something's going down, that's the way it seems. Shouldn't be the reason why you're acting strange if nobody's holding you back from me. Song number seven. This song by the Black Eyed Peas was used as Michael Scott's ringtone in season three, episode seven of The Office, which was called Branch Closing. Song number eight. This is the actual name of the 2013 song by Follow Boy, commonly referred to as Light 'em Up. Song number nine. 
name the original song Weird Al was parodying with the following lyric. Never gonna stop, eat it up. Always such a tasty snack. I always eat too much, then throw up. In song number 10, identify the song based on the lyric. I can see us on the countryside, sitting in the grass, laying side by side. All right, pause now if you need more time. We'll go over those again, but then I will reveal the answers. Song number one. This song about screwing up was the lead single from the 1999 platinum certified album, A Place in the Sun. In a 2020 article, American songwriter quoted the band's lead guitarist, Jeremy Popoff, speaking of its iconic guitar riff, quote, I know it's an easy song to play. Believe me, that's why we wrote it that way. I love that kids just learning how to play can play it and get that feeling we did playing Breaking the Law by Judas Priest or Smoke on the Water. Team October, what is this song? My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. That is correct. Song number two, identify the song based on the lyric. He says he's so in love, he's finally got it right. I wonder if he knows he's all I think about at night. Teardrops on my guitar by Taylor Swift. That is correct. Hard to do these shows without throwing in a Taylor Swift song. (laughs) All right, number three, another identify the song based on the lyric. You used to captivate me by your resonating light. Now I'm bound by the life you left behind. Your face, it haunts my once pleasant dreams. Your voice, it chased away all the sanity in me. My Immortal by Evanescence. That is correct. That was actually the song that inspired this round. I heard it on the radio and I was like, I need to work that into trivia. Now, Amy Lee and Ben Moody of Evanescence wrote that song when they were 15 and 16 years old. Wow. Just a gorgeous song that sort of the the whole band version at the end where they all just start jamming out. I love that part. All right. Number four, the song associated with an acclaimed film was released as a single in November 1997. The song itself also received significant acclaim, winning an Academy Award for Best Original Song, a Golden Globe for Best Original Song, and four Grammys, including Record of the Year and Song of the Year. What do we got? I had to think about the year and what movie I saw in the theater that fall, and it was Titanic, so therefore it's My Heart Will Go On. That is correct. That is correct. All right, number five in 2019, the primary writer of this 1999 pop-punk classic was interviewed by Princeton music professor Stephen Mackey, who praised the lyrics, stating, quote, It's very much this portrait of this kind of 23-year-old Peter Pan complex. What is that song? What's My Age Again by Blink-182. That is correct. All right, number six, identify the song based on the lyric. I know you say that I'm assuming things, Something's going down that's the way it seems. Shouldn't be the reason why you're acting strange if nobody's holding you back from me. Say My Name by Destiny's Child. That is correct. Well done. All right, number seven. This song by the Black Eyed Peas was used as Michael Scott's ringtone in season three, episode seven of The Office, Branch Closing. I can't believe this is one of the few I knew in this round. 
My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> that is correct. I had to throw in an office-related clue because as a public school teacher, I didn't want to recite any of the lyrics. <laughs> Get myself into hot water. All right, number eight. This is the actual name of the 2013 song by Fall Out Boy, commonly referred to as Light em Up. My songs know what you did in the dark. That is correct, yeah, by Fall Out Boy. Well done. All right, number nine. So name the original song, but I'm going to give you a weird lyric from the Weird Al parody. So here we go. Never going to stop. Eat it up. Always such a tasty snack. I always eat too much, then throw up. My Sharona by The Knack. That is correct. Yeah, I, I used the part from My Bologna. Uh, also because as a teacher, I read the lyrics and I was like, I'm going to not read those out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that song for many, many years and didn't realize that it's it's kind of dirty. Kind of dirty. All right, number 10. Last one. Identify the song based on the lyric. I can see us on the countryside, sitting in the grass, laying side by side. I got nothing. Uh, yeah, we don't know that one. Yeah, so that one is by Justin Timberlake. It is My Love. Uh, it would have taken me a few days. <laughs> you know, I can see us in the countryside, sitting on the grass, laying side by side. I can see us holding hands, walking on the beach, our feet in the sand. Hmm. No. That does not sound familiar at all. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All but right. I could probably name like three Dustin Timberlake songs, maybe. I feel better <laughs> though that like it wasn't one that we were all like, oh, like how do we not think of that? Yeah. That we're kind of like, eh, yeah, wouldn't have come up with that. Outside of our range. <laughs> well, no worries. So now I'm mad. <laughs> oh, oh, so Don did know it. Okay. Uh, all right. That was round number two music themes coming up. We got round number three short answer chain. All right, round number three, short answer chain. This round is dedicated to Rachel in Canton, Ohio. Thank you for playing my game and connecting with me on Facebook. Since short answer chain is your favorite round, I'm putting this one out here just for you. And Team October, we'll see how they do. So I have 10 short answer items below. While these are standalone short answer items, each answer does partially share its name with the item immediately preceding, as well as the item immediately following, hence the chain. All right, let's do it. Number one, this was the only U.S. president to ever be elected from Alexander Hamilton's Federalist Party. Item two, this judge on The Voice is a singer-songwriter and pianist who won an Academy Award for Best Original Song for co-writing and performing Glory for the 2014 historical drama Selma. Number three, from 1993 to 1995, and again in 2021, this was a competition between the Red Jaguars, Blue Barracudas, Green Monkeys, Orange Iguanas, Purple Parrots, and Silver Snakes. Item four, this 2016 historical drama reaches its climax as Katherine Johnson's calculations 
are used to assist John Glenn. Item number five. This is defined by Urban Dictionary as the simplest drawing of a human being. Item number six. This is usually considered a minor penalty in the NHL, resulting in the offending player spending two minutes in the penalty box. The offense can be escalated to a double minor with four minutes in the penalty box if it causes the opposing player to bleed. In addition, the referee may declare the action to be a major penalty if the offending player intended harm towards the other player. Item number seven. In 2006, Disney Channel released its 63rd original movie, which went on to inspire two sequels, with the third installment receiving a theatrical release. What is the title of this film? Item eight, this multimedia edutainment franchise, I hope I said that right, edutainment, so like education and, ed and entertainment combined into one. So this edutainment franchise began in 1986 as a book series written by Joanna Cole and illustrated by Bruce Deegan. Number nine, associated with the number 32, this NBA legend was drafted first overall in 1979 after winning a national title for his hometown Spartans. And number 10, this politician was the mayor of London from May 2008 to May 2016. All right, pause now if you need more time. We'll go over those again, but then we'll give you the answers. All right, item number one, this was the only U.S. president to ever be elected from Alexander Hamilton's Federalist Party. Well, I used to be a history teacher. Uh, it's John Adams. That is correct. All right, number two, this judge on The Voice is a singer-songwriter and pianist who won an Academy Award for Best Original Song for co-writing and performing Glory for the 2014 historical drama Selma. We're going to say John Legend. That is correct. Number three, from 1993 to 1995 and again in 2021, this was a competition between the Red Jaguars, Blue Barracudas, Green Monkeys, Orange Iguanas, Purple Parrots, and Silver Snakes. It's got to be Legends of the Hidden Figures. What? I think Legends of the Hidden yourself, Temple. Buddy. Legends <laughs> of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. All right, let's keep it moving. Number four, this 2016 historical drama reaches its climax as Katherine Johnson's calculations are used to assist John Glenn. Hidden Figures. It's a great movie and book. Not Hidden Temple? No. <laughs> yeah, it's hidden, hidden Figures. Well done. I had two, like, historical space dramas in a row. Well, in this game, anyway. All right. Number five. This is defined by Urban Dictionary as the simplest drawing of a human being. Sorry. Stick figure. Off. Stick figure. There you have it. All right. Number six. This is usually considered a minor penalty in the NHL, resulting in the offending player spending two minutes in the penalty box 
The offense can be escalated to a double minor with four minutes in the penalty box if it causes the opposing player to bleed. In addition, the referee may declare the action to be a major penalty if the offending player intended harm towards another player. High sticking. That is correct. Now, I live in the state of hockey, Minnesota. (laughs) I don't really know much about hockey. I have written clues about movies I've never seen. I have, you know, delved into science and medications and all this crap that I don't know anything about. But for this one, this is one of the few items where I had to have someone else. uh, I had to tap someone else to write me this clue. I texted (laughs) my brother as well as my buddy, Nate. So thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Nate. I thought it was stick checking, but Steve is watching way more <laughs> hockey than I It's definitely high sticking. So. Yeah, and, and by saying I've watched more hockey than her, like any game would be more than what she's watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, we fun to, to watch. We went to one game. Oh, that's true. We have, yeah. yeah. We've gone to several. All right. Number seven. In 2006, Disney Channel released a 63rd original movie, which went on to inspire two sequels, with the third installment receiving a theatrical release. What is the title of this film? It's High School Musical, and I know that because I have two young daughters who made me watch all three of them. There Fun. you have it. The music's catchy. There you have it. All right, number this- eight. This multimedia edutainment franchise began in 1986 as a book series written by Joanna Cole and illustrated by Bruce Deegan. Magic School Bus. That is correct. Number nine, associated with the number 32, this NBA legend was drafted first overall in 1979 after winning a national title for his hometown, Spartans. Magic Johnson, of course. Magic Johnson, yep. All right, and number 10, final item. This politician was the mayor of London from May 2008 to May 2016. Boris Johnson. That is true. Boris Johnson is the answer. So there you have it. That was round number three, short answer chain. Those are all the rounds I have for today. But Team October, I want to thank you so much for joining me. You guys are welcome back anytime you want. Any final words you want to say before we log off? This is a lot of fun. I, I agree with, what was her name, Rachel? That did the, that picked that last one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I've was had a quite fun. a few people say short answer chain is now their favorite. So maybe I have to bump that up. Yeah. Maybe. I've been kind of music themes was one of my original ones, but not everyone, you know, it's not every day I play with like four music fanatics. So I'm kind of wondering if people don't love the music round as much as some do. But short answer chain, everyone can enjoy that one. Definitely. Because it's like if you get one, you can at least work off of it some too. Like, oh, maybe I can figure out the one before and the one after. I I like the music rounds myself. um, And and I do, despite that I'm not as good at it, I do like the movie rounds as well. But yeah, just thank you for having us um, as a fundraising team for the Dear Jack Foundation. And if you want, you can can look at the link and see what we're all about, what what the foundation is really all about. And we just help support. And if you want to learn more, there's a lot of resources. But one way is you could listen to episode 50 of the something in the wilderness podcast i had diana diane on last year along with her friend lisa and uh they gave a very good description probably much better than i could of what that's all about so that's awesome man 
Diane, Don, any final words? Thank you for having us. Thanks so much for having us. And please check out Dear Jack Foundation. It really does help so many people. Yeah, no, like the pleasure is mine. I think it's really cool that you're doing every, everything you can to spread the word. And I am happy to do what I can to help you spread that word. So I'm actually super psyched and honored that you were willing to come on this show. Thank you. It was really fun. So yeah, everyone out there still listening, we'll see you again next week. Also, don't forget Friday, October 13th, for anyone that wants to play the live game on YouTube. It's going to be good times. If you're not on the Facebook group yet, join the Facebook group. I'll send you the event invite, and we'll have a good time playing some live pub trivia from wherever your couch is. Like I said, it's a good time. Steve has done it. I have. It's great. I, I would highly recommend it. And I, I'm hoping to be there next uh, Friday the 13th, right? Done, done, done. Yep. We've listened in the car, too. Done on road trips, yeah. like the recorded ones. Yeah. Teams of four to eight work really well. You can play with each other over Zoom while you're kind of watching YouTube. It's a good time. Plus, I love connecting with everybody that listens to the podcast. So it's cool when it's cool when they're actually sending in answers because then we can chit chat a little bit. All right. Thank you all for listening. Check out the Dear Jack Foundation. Again, donate anything, even a dollar. Donate it to the Dear Jack Foundation. Let me know, and I'll give you a special shout out as well as dedicate around to you. All right, that is all I got. Peace out and pod on, you nerds.